Joining us now also on the program, he is the Polk County Live Theater guy, John Fedcu. John, good morning. Good morning. Good uh, to see everybody. Uh, we're trying to find as many heavy metal Christmas songs as possible for today. So Excellent. I met, I met Dee Snyder. He's real nice. Mm. You say that every time we play I know, I'm a so Twisted excited Sister about it. song. <laughs> what happens like every exciting. once in a while? Uh -huh. You just play a lot of Twisted Sister. I mean... It's cool. It's yeah, cool. I know, but yeah. So we have a, 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 a holiday spread today, and hope you, you take advantage of that, John. Yeah, well, because there's today. a lot of food. Yeah. This and uh, Pam baked a this. delicious chocolate cherry oh, brownie. So, uh, so chocolate good. covered cherry brownie. Do you like those cherry um, cordials at Christmas? What are those? It, those little chocolate dark. candies with the cherry inside. Oh, yes, I love oh, those. Yes. That's what this tastes like. Okay, good. Yeah. I'm in. You just had to show me the spread, and I'm like, okay. It sold itself. Thank you. There you go. So what is happening? So as of right now, obviously, with the holiday, there's not a lot going on in live theater. So the big to-do out in Hollywood land is the new movie, Wonka. Oh, boy, yeah. Uh-huh. And so I'm not sure if anyone got a chance to run out and see that. It's obviously the movie we didn't know we needed, but we got it anyway. <laughs> That's so, a good way of putting and, that. And so here, here, here's my take on this specific film. Or actually, it's, it's, it's the third of three films, two were, two were remakes. One was an original. Here's the deal. When you have what's considered a classic film, and that film has a weird, charismatic lead actor, mm -hmm. okay, and then you remake that, and it's very well embraced and accepted, and you have a weird, charismatic lead actor <laughs> in the lead role. If you're going to do a third movie, you should probably find a weird, charismatic <laughs> yeah. lead actor. Yeah. Instead, they bring in, you know, Timothy Chalamet. And, and most of you have probably never heard of him, and that's fine. Uh, right now, his biggest commercial movie was Dune Part 1. Yeah. Uh, oh, that's right. He was you talking about Timothy Chalamet and Ding Dong. Yeah, 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 yes. yeah, yeah, and 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 to those of you who made it through the through the first Dune film, and I'm not talking about David Lynch's. I'm a fan of Dune. You I'm, are. I'm yes. a big fan of Dune. Yeah, he was the prince. Of course, you guys. I'm talking about books. Okay, so. I was going to say because oh, because the movie was great, and of course, y'all argued with me that Sting wasn't in it, but he was. No, he wasn't. Yeah. He was in that the was, original. That was 1984. Right. That's the one. Yeah, that's the one I the, like. The yeah, latest the version of Dune. Uh, which came like. out about two years ago. Yeah. I didn't go see that. <laughs> well, and, and, and here's the thing. I liked with, it. Well, here, well, here's the thing. If if you were able Last to make it through that film, mm. you should probably get a reward. <laughs> Why? <laughs> because it was like, to me, it was like watching a still painting. Yeah. It was gorgeous to look at, but there was not a lot of mobility. It moved very slow. And so I just thought, man, there's got to be more life to this than this and and it just it just seemed to drag um again that's another film that's coming off a 1984 version which nobody liked and now we look back and go hey that wasn't that bad <laughs> and then a tv series which they expanded it the bottom line is is that timothy chalamet has made his living in the independent world and they're putting him into you know some mainstream movies for a number of different reasons of which we don't know the irony is that of all the Willy Wonka films, he's the least interesting. Yeah. There's there's nothing dangerous about him, edgy about him, funny about him. He's just kind of there. And I'm watching this going, 
where did we make the mistake, right? Thinking, why would they put this individual into the film? Because in my opinion, when you have a film or a number of films that are all centered around a singular character, that character has to have the charisma and the power to carry the movie. I just don't feel that he did that. And that's just one guy's opinion. I thought he was stranger in his men's cologne commercial than he <laughs> yes, was. Yes, I've seen that so many <laughs> it times. It is weird. In, in, in Wonka. So, with that being said, uh, if we kind of shift gears to the screenplay, I thought the screenplay was, uh, was a vanilla screenplay, in lack of a better term. It just kind of went A, B, C, D. It had a couple of big uh, plot points that were what I call head scratchers. You know, they didn't pull the rug out from under you. They oh. just made a decision, and you went, huh. They kind of they kind of had something set up, and they just didn't, like, yeah. play through? Yeah, well, it, you know, ultimately we'd call them plot holes. Yeah. But you're going, if they can do that, why didn't they do this? Yeah, and if they can do go. this, why didn't they do that? Or the rules changed all of a sudden. Yeah. Yes, yeah. yeah. And then, you know, last but not least, I didn't think any of the cinematography was interesting. Uh, I didn't think any of it was weird. And so... Of the three Wonka films, this was the one that tried the hardest to be odd and unique, but it was not. Oh, it man. was it was a very linear kind of, in my opinion, blasé attempt to tell a story that I just didn't feel worked as well as it could have given the previous movies we have. Yeah, like I didn't really like the idea that they casted him. I I don't like dislike him as a person or an actor. I just like thought Correct. he was an odd choice to play that character, like. Um, Recently, I've been really into like other shows like The the Bear and like uh, this new Iron Claw movie coming out with uh, Jeremy Allen sure. White. And I was like, he would be a cool person to, to throw into there because he kind of looks a little bit like... Uh, Johnny Depp no, no, or Gene Wilder? Gene Wilder. He kind of looks a little bit like yeah. Gene Wilder. So, But then also, he's a really talented actor. I don't know, I don't know how weird he could get, but I would be really interested to see like that choice get a chance to see what could happen with that yeah it's it's called playing it too close to the vest and so yeah. what what you've seen th this has actually been going on for an eternity well like they make for, a lot of safe choices that, that's it that's exactly it and yeah. and and the bottom line is is and this has really been going on since day one when they find that formula that works mm -hmm. they stick with it okay and when the Marvel Universe was rolled out, that solidified the concept of formula. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it's just repeated over and over and over out. again. And, and when you look at something like Wonka, it's big, it's bold, it's huge special effects, you yeah. know, it's comic book-esque. It's all of these things. And then when you get down to the actors, I hate to say it, but a lot of actors today, in my opinion, they all look the same. Yeah. And when you go back into the 80s and the 70s and you look at the actors at that time period in Hollywood, you know, you had Gene Hackman. I don't know if Gene Hackman would get cast today. Uh, Gene Wilder, like we're talking about with uh, Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory. I don't know if he would get cast today. Yeah. These are not good-looking guys. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Well, they're These, all, like, uh, like with Gene Wilder, he was, he was, you know, comedically really good yes and and, and that, that's why the the wonka one worked out so well i think because he was just able to play the timing was better yes and and timothy is just i don't think he's a funny actor at he's all. not he's that's a serious dramatic that. actor that's the bottom line and that's that's the issue with this one i think is that if they and i i would have liked to seen someone else like a new a new like unknown person unknown person yes yeah. some Sometimes. kind of like comedic timing to it 
And that could have been really interesting. Sometimes that's the best been. because then it's yeah. like you don't have any preconceived notions of what exactly. they should do or shouldn't do. Or, you yeah. know. I, I agree with you both. I think you're spot on. I think it was a great opportunity for Hollywood to kind of branch out in that direction. And, and they didn't. They went with that safe approach. And, yeah. and again, you know, whatever investment they have in Timothy Chalamet, they want to make it work. They want to make it pay off. So they're giving them the exposure so that hopefully he'll be in something else and, you know, we'll go buy tickets to that. But in the grand scheme of the movie itself, if your lead actor is not that interesting to watch, the rest of the film suffers. Yeah. The only time you can get away with that is that if you have a supporting cast or a storyline that's so strong, the lead actor becomes somewhat irrelevant. But yeah, secondary to it. Exactly. Yeah. But again, this was this was not the case. So... Anyhow, uh, we watched it. I took the kids. My wife caught a cat nap. I guess that was good. Oh, good for you, giving her a yeah. break. You're uh, such a good husband, uh, thank John. Thank you. I said to the kids, what did you think? They go, we like it, we like it, we like it. The next day, I said to my son, what did you think of that movie last night? He goes, what movie? What you movie? forgot about it. Yeah. Oh, yeah, we saw that, didn't we? Well, and you know, the thing about it, though, that I like is that they didn't redo... I did too. That's why that was the interest. That was the appeal. It was like we got the beginning of how he became. So I like that kind of stuff. Yes. You know, same thing with, um, what was it, Hocus Pocus. They came out with the second one. And and they started it with the girls as young girls. And I wanted more of that. that. Yes. Yes, It should have all been been that. Yeah, so that we could see them grow up. You know, that would have been perfect. But that's what I like when they do that. I don't like when they rehash the same movie. It's like, why are you remaking yeah. something we already saw? Like the origin stories are awesome. Yes. they can be. They have so much potential. Yes. to be so cool because you're just—it's just more world building that yeah. you're making, and you want to learn more about these things. And what I would like is when they do these uh, origins is to to give us something we haven't seen yes, yet. Exactly. Give us like give more us more information, like more story, yeah. more background. Give us reasons. Fill in those plot holes. Maybe. Right. But it's like with like acceptable yeah. <laughs> explanations. Well, yeah, because they don't already they don't break the previous rules. Too, right. So it's but it's more character development so that we yeah. get to know the characters that we love. You know exactly. what I mean? And I, I agree. I like that. Yeah. I mean, like there's been so many really good ones, and it's like with like Peter Pan. They've done that a handful of times. Yeah, a handful of times. But like every time they do it, it's it's a different. Like if this new Wonka movie was like okay. It's like how they did Hook. They did Peter Pan, right. yes. and they did that yeah. new Wendy and Peter yes. Pan movie. Yes. I, don't know. I don't know. I don't. I didn't like that one too much. Yeah. But like, when you have a nice three set movie that gives you more information every time you see it, uh-huh. like Hook is after uh-huh. the other ones before. Like um, right, yes. right. Like the there's even like a book series. It's called Peter and the Star Catchers. Have you? Mm-hmm. They had a they had a play. Um, the guy, I, I'm pretty sure the guy, the actor that played the prince in the original David Lynch Dune was in the musical that was Peter and the Starcatchers. It was a little a little different, but it's based off of a book that sure. is the precursor to Peter Pan. Right, yeah. So it's like having this, all this wealth of knowledge and this, this explanation is just cool to have uh, more well, that's why it's more. It. That's why it's fun, all these different episodes that Disney's airing on Star, Star Wars. Yeah. So that you've got like Ahsoka and all that. Because it's filling in holes of things that we yeah. didn't know and giving us more character development. And yeah. that's what I think everybody really wants. Yes. And that's why it's great that they just didn't remake Willy Wonka to talk about And I think that's what I meant by when I, I was agree. bringing up Peter Pan is that like yeah. originally the story is very simple. Yes. There's not a lot of explanation. Right. So it leads to a lot of new stories right. that you can talk about. Yeah. So that's... That's what I would like to see in more of these origins. I agree. And I believe it's in the public domain, so Disney it's doesn't allowed. have to pay rights on it. Right. Yeah. That's it's even allowed. better for everybody. <laughs> yes. you, know, you don't have to 
I'm not getting into lawsuits with the berries. I just wish it I was, was up to going to make a counterpoint. I don't think people want all of that extra stuff. I think they just want to go and be entertained. Yes, of and course. And not have to think about stuff. Of I would, course. I would disagree only in the sense that, like, if it's a no, there are some people, but the majority of people just don't care enough to want to know all of that backstory. They just want to be entertained in that two hours. Well, if they get the backstory Maybe. and they're entertained, I think they're fine. But if I, they're, think, I think they like. But both. if they're seeing a movie that's already part of a franchise, then that they know something about it. And you are a diehard fan. Yeah, diehard. Uh, ah. Diehard fan of that franchise. You. You probably want to have more. Like, you want right. more of that I franchise. Said that. You know? if As you, a diehard there are yeah, people, saying that. There are people yeah. who want that, but I, I say the majority of people don't care. I, I, I want to be entertained when I, I go feel to like the that because you feel that way doesn't mean it's, everybody feels that way. So, yeah, it's... And, and, but know, we and, understand that. We yes. know that some people are just... Well, it's how it's, you know, it's how it's packaged, too. And, mm -hmm. and this is why... So, you have a double-edged sword. You have the Marvel Universe, which was absolutely brilliant yeah. up until Endgame. And, and I'll tell you yeah. why, if, if you're really interested. But it, oh, it yeah. was, oh, that's it was, what you're here for, John. It was really, it was, a, it was a brilliant, strategic attempt to create this universe. It, it really did what Lucas should have done in the 70s with Star Wars, and he yeah. did not. He held it too close to the vest. You know, he controlled all of it. No one was allowed in. And, and when he finally started getting back into making those films... Uh, they were very wooden, if you remember the original prequels, yeah. and, and yada, yada, yada. Now, okay, let's look at Marvel. So, you, you get this movie called Iron Man. Yeah. The expectations were fairly low, and everybody watched it. And as far as I'm concerned, and if you haven't seen it, you can turn your radio off for 30 seconds. It's but the spoiler. end... Yeah, spoiler alert. Yeah, it's okay. But the end... It's an old movie. Yeah. But the end sold... I think the end sold the film. The yeah. film was good. It was better than it should have been. I think it uh, exceeded expectations. And, and then they punctuate it with that ending, which blew me away. I couldn't wait to see the second one. There you go. And, and what was interesting was that they brought in this guy, Kevin... Feige. I can't pronounce Feige. his last Feige. name. Yeah, Feige. And what he did was he invited other writers, other directors, and he created a tapestry universe that uh, they're going to emulate it from now to the end of time. I don't know if we'll ever see it as well done as he did. Yeah. There you go. Wow. John Fedkew is the Polk County Live Theater guy. Of course, later on, if you uh, missed any part of this segment, you can uh, find a link on our Facebook page to the podcast of it. Uh, of course, uh, we are not here next week, so, uh, John, we will see you next year. Oh, wow, yeah, it's Merry Christmas and happy holidays to everybody. Uh, 